I poke the head jokes. Shit, I never remember. It has to be 219, but anyway, we'll go. 3, 2, it 1. Is. Welcome back to episode <laughs> 219 of iFolks and Head Chokes. It's your boy, Mr. Alex, and Mr. Kula on the other end. And we have a special guest yes. today. We have Gutman Nick, or Nick Gutman, at Nick Gutman, sorry, the way I've been reading it on, on the, um, on the uh, Twitters and all that stuff. Um, thank you so much for having, uh, for, for being here. Um, we're happy to have you. You are the one of the i think the premier promoter executive promoter of um executive vice president executive vice president of invictus pro wrestling apologies for not getting that right the first time i should have had that written down um but thank you so much for joining us i know you have a busy week coming up in terms of everything going on you have a show on the 24th in jersey um it's called uh in the bloom in bloom right yes in yes. bloom um i love the artwork very you know very thematic in terms of in bloom with the uh, sakura and <laughs> very all street shit. fighter too very yeah yeah i love it <laughs> um but yeah man thanks for being here we appreciate you taking out the time to be here um how, how have you been how have how has like you know the whole last 12 to 16 months been for you overall wait a minute first of all let me just say thank you guys for bringing me on and hello to everyone out there uh So, yeah. So in terms of Invictus Pro Wrestling, you know, we are a brand new promotion and uh, this is what we call hell week in some ways. This is show week, you know, and uh, that's when we have to make sure everything is done to the T. That's when we have to make sure uh, vendors will be there on time. We have to make sure town will be there on time. We have all the music queued up. We have all the chairs we need. We have literally down to toilet paper. We need to make sure we have every single thing covered. So. Not much sleep going on, a lot of uh, caffeine, uh, but a lot of but but a lot of excitement as well. This is going to be a hell of a show this Saturday. Good jitters, good jitters, good jitters are good to have yeah, though, because yeah. like if you don't have those jitters, you're gonna be like you're gonna forget something, oh, yeah. something pivotal. You gotta like always be like, okay, we need this, we need that. Like we were just telling you, um, we're working on something on a side project ourselves, and um, <laughs> yeah. it's always one of those things like, okay, do we have this? Do we have that? Did we get this? Could we run? So it's like, yeah, we know where you're coming from. Um, but you know, starting your own wrestling promotion, being a, you know, it's it's something really like awe inspiring because we all grew up watching wrestling. You know what I mean? We all grew up watching WWE, WCW. I mean, WWF, WCW, and all that stuff. So like, what got you overall into wrestling? Into like, what gave you that? Hmm, maybe For I sure. should look at this, or you know. So it's funny. I like to think wrestling has always kind of found me. I have been a wrestling fan since I was like six years old. I've always stuck with it. I had a couple of years, you know, when uh, I think we all can kind of relate, you know, high school comes around, you know, some things are quote unquote, not I'm cool to some people. Cool, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of have to like, you know, keep those interests to the side, you know, you, you know, you don't maybe not so much make it as public, maybe not wear yeah. the shirts out as much or whatever. And yeah, I th- yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, when I got to college, uh, I found this really good group of people who were down with wrestling and like, you know, it kind of I kind of rekindled that interest like within a social setting. You know, it wasn't yeah. just me watching it, you know, you know, maybe like a friend or two there, but it was like a real close knit group of people. And I was loving the product. I was loving everything that was going on. But I would never I mean, if you had, if you told me 
three years ago, I was going to be involved in a wrestling promotion in any capacity. I would have been like, I'm sorry, what? Um, <laughs> I I have to start off by saying this. Um, I would not be here today if it were not for Alex Aceta, the the OG of Invictus Pro Wrestling. He is the true you know, man behind the operation. But I, uh, you know, I got I met with him at a very early point in all this. When Victus was just an idea, it had not even been a registered company yet. It was yeah. uh, wow. It was February of 2020. Uh, we were in a coffee shop. Um, Alex uh, and I went to college together. We had a mutual friend, so we met up, and he was telling me about this idea he had. And he was like, "You know, um, how can you get involved? What would you want to do?" And what started as you know me being like, "Hey, I I can do some Photoshop." You know, thank you for the shout out, by the way, about the poster. That was yours truly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, I was like, I can do some Photoshop if you want me just to get involved. I mean, but I think naturally I became admittedly so obsessive with it and I was very into it and I was very eager to like get more involved and more involved and more involved. And uh, fast forward after the first show, Alex and I had a sit down conversation. He was like, you're EVP. You are the man behind the man. And it was like, you know, for me, I was like, all right, let's, let's get going. You know, this is our time to really prove something here. And I think we have something very special over at Invictus. We have this rare combination of storytelling with people who are the next generation of stars. who will see some of the people on our roster on mainstream television. I guarantee you in the next five years, I can guarantee you that. Um, between having this new breed of hungry talent, we also have that veteran presence of older talent who want to work with us, who have already been established around the Northeast, who are helping teach some of these younger guys and help them get their reps in as well. It's not just a matter of building new people. It's a matter of also having people learning off of each other. That's what creates a good roster. You can't have too much of one or too much of the other. In my personal opinion. No, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So... So basically, like a good roster is uh, is a tight knit team that basically can help each other out with with one or one or several other th- different things, right? Because yeah, absolutely. I was just, to just it has to be like a team effort there. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, I think one of the biggest things that like the team behind Invictus kind of like takes pride in is the fact that our locker room environment is not only friendly, but very welcoming. And like the morale is very high. It's, you know, people joking around, but also people like asking for, you know, tips about something, you know, throwing ideas at each other. It's people who are eager to be there and excited to, to be around one another. It's not this, um, you know, one person against the world mentality where people are in their own corners, you know, like not making eye contact or anything, you know, where, where show day is fun and stressful, but it's also like, just a great time to be with all those people. We're excited to honestly just have the talent we come in because we like them being around. It's a big thing for us. We don't want to just work with people. Like, yes, of course, talent is, you know, one of the end all be alls of booking people, but we also don't want to book people who create a negative environment in the, in Absolutely. the Absolutely. And I can imagine through booking through like creating all of this, like, your learn your process of learning this is like greatly expanding by working with all these different types of wrestlers and the roster and other people that you invite onto the shows because thinking about it like you like you said you do have your veterans you do have the newer um you do have the newer wrestlers so i could imagine like you could take on the knowledge from the veterans that have been in different promotions yeah. that have showed up in different promotions and see how you could coalesce all that 
knowledge of theirs into your own promotion and see what can work, what doesn't work. You, you could just straight up ask them like, oh, hey, mm, thinking about this, is this possible? What do you think? Did this happen at another promotion that you were at? Or so like I could imagine like the growth could be exponential for you guys overall in terms of like how you operate in the back. I mean, absolutely. You know, even beyond the locker room, you know, I think we're trying to create a positive environment for every person in the wrestling community from a promoter's standpoint to a talent standpoint. We want to build positive relationships with other organizations. You know, we've um, built positive relationships with some other organizations in the Northeast who, you know, um, you know, we're in, in good communication with. We are more than happy to, you know, shout out their stuff. They shout out our stuff. And if they need help with something, we'll obviously help them. And if we've needed help with something, they've helped us. You know, it's it's good to have, you know, a sense of like, you know, we're not trying to take the whole, we're not trying to be the only spot at the table. We're trying to make sure everyone has a place to eat, you know, especially with wrestling, where it's already such a small group of people. You need to be able to create an environment where everyone can be successful. We've seen where the pandemic has already created yeah. financial hardship on people and job opportunities taken away. With something like wrestling, where it's already like, if you look at wrestling from the 80s, 90s, and so on, it's it's losing money. It is. You know, yeah. it, it's it's not yeah. a 10 million people like, you know, in the Monday Night Wars era. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like that. So cool. we got to hang on to what we got and try and even improve upon it. If we keep just being selfish, we're just going to keep going down. So I say the best bet for wrestling right now is to have a bunch of organizations all on the same team. And that's giving the fans the best products we can. And giving people some gigs so kind of like a super league almost like having everybody yeah. being able to intermingle and whatnot and go back and forth but yet at the same time still keep that just keep it going overall because if because not to say that you can't compete with wwe or anything in the future because it's totally possible look what happened with aw coming out mm -hmm. recently um but that's also because they have a billionaire backer and all that stuff but at the same time Definitely when so. when you yeah. do become a more of a league uh, in terms of like smaller independent promotions and we've been to quite a few of them battle club pro we went to bcw um we oh, went yeah. to house of glory and stuff like that so like if you could guys could make a conglomerate type thing and just actually all work together it can give that boost because when it, when we spoke about it um when we interviewed uh save engage i don't know if you know um him but he we asked him the question like what do you feel like how do you feel when people say that the indies are are dead when that's actually the furthest from the truth it's ever been like yeah. you know so if you can have all these indie wrestling promotions come together like you have a shot not that you have a shot i'd be noticed you will get noticed because if everybody's working together it's just it makes it that much easier for people from your promotion from invictus to possibly show up on aw dark or you know or just show exactly. up on aw yeah. rather they oh, won't so yeah. much so on WWE, but for example, like, or New Japan or the Ring of Honor Dojo or well, just things like that you know, overall, you know? Anything can happen Absolutely. with WWE. Yeah. Like, when you think of uh, Royal Underground that was happening almost a little, almost a, a full year ago, like, it was a lot of people that were actually from the indies. I remember um, Brandi Lauren, she was there. Um, uh, Shug D, who who's who most people know for, as Pineapple Pete, he yeah. he left and he went there as well. So it's like it's anything is possible. It just depends on the actual circumstances of, I guess, getting talent or the the production at the moment for WWE. So it's 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 wide. Options are really wide. It's it's just about 
it's it's just about work, honestly, and, and I think that's that's definitely gonna uh, keep going with you guys. No, I mean, I, I sincerely appreciate that, and I and I and I agree with you. It's it's one of those things where so we're almost taught from day one to like only look out for yourself in wrestling, and you know, it's mm-hmm. you know, this is my spot, and you can't get anywhere near me, and. I feel like, you know, we sort of tried to change that narrative a little bit and we tried to really be like, hey, like we're definitely open for, you know, like if you in any way need if you're if you want to know about some of the people we work with or something or vice versa, it's like we're open to having these conversations, you know, from, you know, if there's only so many people in the Northeast, there's going to be some overlap, you know, and we're down to create these conversations. We've seen even, you know, how crossovers in mainstream television can be successful you know the buzz around when uh, you know AEW and, the, and impact started you know having these little connections when thunder rosa showed up from the from nwa like we've seen how when these crossovers happen there's a buzz that's created but also there's like intrigue from fans they want it they don't want i don't think they want rivalry all the time i think they want yeah. sometimes camaraderie and like join like joining forces like the justice league you know what i mean yeah. yeah they want everything that's what it is they want every type of interaction that they can think of we want we want the bullet club to be spread out everywhere but we want them to be able to go from wwe aew impact new japan like no matter what they do as long as they have that that tv time together in multiple different places like that would be awesome feuds would oh, be yeah. awesome too but it's still like we whatever we get we want we want but sometimes it's just watered down sometimes it just doesn't feel genuine that's the thing that that's missing a lot is the genuity of things but no absolutely it's that's, it's, it's that's like the main thing it's just like yeah if, if you're gonna pull the trigger on it exactly like if you're gonna pull the trigger on it you have to actually follow through with what you're saying like yes aw impact announced his partnership in my head, I was not even announced it. They were like, you know, alluding to it. We've seen it on TV, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Uh, but saying names. Yeah, yeah. But in my head, I'm yeah. like, oh my God, could like Sammy Callahan face John Moxley one day? Could yeah, could you know, <laughs> could like the North show up in, in yeah. AEW one day? Like I had I had all these thoughts in my head of like all these dream situations that could come up and like not that they've dropped the ball with it, but like Ace Austin, I expected him to show up one like sometime soon in yeah. on Dynamite. He hasn't been there once and he's a yep. effing star. Yeah. That guy's a star. Definitely. He could easily fit in well on that roster. So I see stuff like that, and I'm like, they're not really taking the most of this situation they're not, right now. They're now. not. It's Absolutely just, not. what is it, just three people going back and forth? Like, the Good Basically. Brothers and Omega going back and forth, and supposedly Omega's going to get the title. It's like, we like it, but not we don't it. want that one. We want, we want more. We want yeah. more crossover matches. We don't want the same guys that have the same crossover matches. Exactly. Exactly. I, I completely agree with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hey, in terms of Invictus, in terms of the Indies and people staying their dead and everything back to your original point, like, I don't agree with that at all. I think, you know, if anything, this pandemic made a lot of people rediscover their love of wrestling because they yeah. were like, I miss going to a show. I Absolutely. have been watching so much old indie content because of this. I mean, that's what I did the first six yeah. months of the pandemic. I just watched <laughs> stuff and, you know, I think that's what made us finally pull the trigger on our first show. I mean. Full disclosure, our first show was supposed to be June of last year. Mm. It did wow. not happen because, yeah. you know, we were we literally laid in yeah. the the uh, down payment on the place. We were we had the card basically ready to go. COVID happened. So, of course, we couldn't pull the trigger on it. So, you know, we mm. had to wait. And, you know, the, we figured, OK, maybe by the end of the summer, something will happen. 
we were watching a lot of wrestling. We were getting eager. There's my cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it's a big kitty. <laughs> oh, come on, buddy. Hang on. Sorry about that. That's all good. So, so finally, we were just like, all right, we have to do something. We have to just, and he sits on me like a bird. <laughs> um, we have to just eventually do something, you know? And that's what led us to our first show. And now that you guys have gotten some solid entertainment out of this, I think it's about time I got him out. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> eruption happened. Eruption was September 27th, uh, 2020. It was our debut show. It was a sold-out show, nice. uh, which was shocking, to say the least. Um, and it was just, you know, full steam ahead from there. I mean, once we kind of got... I think once we got that first show... I don't want to say out of the way, but I want to be like, I think once we kind of got that rep in of like, yeah. all right, this is what we have to do to run a show. This is where we yeah. maybe like, you know, drop the ball a little bit. This is where we definitely succeeded. It's all about just working from there. And it's been all uphill ever since. And we started off already on such a high. We walked away with so many talent being like, this was a blast. The fans were awesome. You guys treated us awesome. It was just a, it's a great day. That's good. That's good. And it's about it's about getting the ball rolling at the end of the day, for sure, because for the longest time with even with this podcast, um, Kula was telling me, yo, let's let's just do it since we talk about this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a podcast. I was like, yeah, whatever. let's do the podcast. Like for I think about like six months straight. Yo, let's just do a podcast since we talk about it. we watch the pay-per-views. This and that. You got the network. And I was just like and then one day I was just walking down to meet somebody um, in Midtown Manhattan. I'm just walking and. I hear hear a song and something in the song just makes me makes me just pull out my phone and I just text them. I'm like, all right, we're doing the podcast. So once we got to the podcast, like we were doing the first show, we we're like, all right, we'll give each other, we'll we'll give ourselves 10, 10 episodes. Two hundred nineteen episodes later, you got you know, you, so it's pretty <laughs> much go. the same type of thing. Um, yeah. because we were just, just like, say, man, sometimes, yeah, you just got to get the ball rolling. Sometimes, got to stick with it. You got to start. Sometimes starting is the hardest. Thing. It is, yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And sometimes once you get started, it it just becomes like addicting to Easier. do. You get so yeah. like you yeah. get, you're, like your brain starts just like not only easier, but like you're also just get so like more like engaged in wanting to. Yeah make certain things better make certain things bigger and more you know yep like you just ha your your goals go up and i think that's what happened a lot with invictus i think i saw a starting point and i think i only continue to want i only continue to get hungrier for more for it nice. you didn't see a, a finish line you just knew that you didn't want to stop you wanted to be better bigger shows more more entertainment more stars like absolutely yeah. That's yeah, exactly I mean, like that's exactly like our other uh, projects that we were doing. We were filming over the weekend, right? And just being antsy to get a lot of things started. It's just like you said, like for it's you just have to do it. It's, it has to be that first thing you do. Like the first thing is just everything. Everything easy. Everything is a lot easier after the first try. You get the first thing out the way, and you don't want to think of it as getting it out the way, but you're getting a lot out of the way. You're getting the, the you get first, to go to the next step after that. Yes, you're getting the first uh, in increments of the of knowledge of whatever it is that you're doing. You get all of that first, and then you can use that a second time and be better. Exactly. Because, like I couldn't, I couldn't even sleep before the first show the night before. I, I was don't just blame like, you. I was, yeah, like <laughs> I, I was I'd just like right. I was up. 
I was up. I just kept rechecking things. I was checking the weather. Like a part of the day was supposed to rain, so I just kept rechecking everything. And like now, like I guarantee you, I'll sleep fine before Saturday because I'm already like content with where everything is. And like I've seen, I know at this point, like okay, like we're at this spot right now in this show. We have been in this spot before in previous shows. We are completely okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm all good, especially for the success that's going to come from this show. I mean, you know, it is our biggest show to date by a very large margin. Um, so I'm very proud of that. And I'm, I'm like, no matter what happens, this is not, this is not going south. This is going to, it's going to be awesome. I mean, with the amount of like, with the roster you have put together for everybody on the show, like it just, it looks pretty damn good overall to be honest yeah, with you yeah. um once we saw big game leroy we're like oh we saw him at house of glory like back before the pandemic started um i was just like that's yeah. somebody we would definitely like you know love to see again and like it's just like once you just kept adding names and adding names and showing him i was just like oh shit he's he, they're they're fucking serious like i was like <laughs> they're they're, they're on yeah. a roll and especially for being a uh brand new promotion overall pretty much a startup promotion it's like i'm like oh they're getting Fucking tra- their first show must have been really good after getting this much traction already in terms of like you know having the people come come through um the wrestlers the talent come through and um it just looks like when you talk about it when you talk about it specifically you could tell that like you light up you're just like yeah what's the next thing i could do how can i make this better yeah i'm looking forward to this but i'm already thinking about the next show going forward like and you could tell that's that's the ambition like uh, you don't see that from a lot of people um mm-hmm. and to see that from you for something that you didn't even think about being a possibility and all of a sudden you're just like how can i make this better what can i do next time um it's just one of those things that you you took it on on yourself um and it's great to see like that ambition going forward um and you know we hope that it definitely keeps growing and growing and growing um i appreciate it man this was i think the saving grace of this pandemic if i didn't have this during the pandemic i would have lost my mind i was just (laughs) sitting there for hours just writing matches ideas and all these things and my partners probably wanted to kill me at how many times i was texting them at certain points but like you know (laughs) i was just i was in there and i was in there and i was in the zone just thinking of stuff and it really made the time pass and it created a a great result i think at the end of the day and hey man here we are show show three taping two when there's a lot there's a lot going on in terms of after this you know we've already announced uh our women's championship tournament that will be a YouTube series. I see that. Nice. Yeah, okay, so it's going to be YouTube series. Yep, free content. It will be completely free to the public, and uh, that will be quite, quite the series. Uh, I will just put it that way. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn, I forgot the question I was going to ask. Sorry, yeah, no, I tend to ramble sometimes. <laughs> no, yeah, so dude, it's completely no, it's cool. Great. It's great. Completely cool. Like, like you said, we want you to be here, so we want you to hang out. What the hell? I'm looking yeah. forward oh, to. Are the, you gonna have women? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, wait, yeah. Can you name any of the women that's gonna be in a tournament, or do you want it to be a surprise? If you wanted it to be a surprise, <sighs> it's perfectly. Unfortunately, fine mum's the word right now. Uh, maybe off camera, I can say a couple. Oh yeah, okay, but, uh, that's, that's okay, okay. <laughs> but on camera. Sorry, not so much, but I will say this. It is some of the best talent in the Northeast that you can find. Some familiar faces, a lot of new faces, and I'll leave it at that. Okay, fair enough. 
Fair enough. Um, do you have any plans to have a I'm show? To get, in... I'm trying to get some names yeah. in my head. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have any plans to ha- try to have a show in NYC in the near future? Like, um, because you know that's yes. that, that's obviously the goal in, or- in terms of like indies because you get, you have the population base. Um, and oh yeah, it's it's huge in terms of wrestling. Like, we just go to Legends sometimes for one of our friends of uh, our friends on um, podcasts. Like, they have uh at Legends NYC, and um, it's a huge amount of people that go there every time for pay-per-views when you know pre-pandemic and now like you know um but it's like yeah new york city has such a large wrestling base sometimes i'm just walking down the street and i see somebody with a becky lynch jacket and i'm just like oh okay or you know you see somebody with a latino heat shirt and it's just like oh, okay there's a lot more of us than we when we originally thought there were um so like i'm pretty sure like i just want to know like if you're Looking at that, oh, like maybe yeah. five shows down the line, or maybe two shows down the line. You know, I'm sure it's in so, your mind, obviously. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I have a whole list of all the places I want to hit in the next year. I, I've again, like, I have a bucket list of places. Queens, you know? Melrose Ballroom. Uh, yeah, like that. Like that's definitely one of the spots on the list. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, we, okay. in general, I mean, Dallas next year seems like a cool option in April um you know we're gonna be in dallas so that's fine (laughs) yeah um yeah we're planning on going for sure absolutely no i would love to go to you know california at some point soon uh but i mean in terms of you know the initial point of like you know new york i'm 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 a city kid born and raised you know i live you know gotcha i grew up you know on like you know 96 and riverside for a while you know like i've always been in that manhattan region so it's like I would love to do something on home soil, man. This would this would be a dream. Um, yeah, gotta talk to you know the higher ups who are limiting us right now to make sure that is not happening anytime this soon. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, New York City true. is um, sacred ground. Yeah, it is one hundred percent. They are really, really limiting us, and also in general. I mean, New York has a lot of strict policies from a promoter standpoint yeah. with wrestling. So, as soon as we can, and as soon as it's feasible, absolutely. We are we are in there and we are doing something, if not Queens, Brooklyn, I would say is the next best thing. You know, that we are trying sense. to really yeah. I mean, you know, we're trying to hit the two areas where there's a lot of fans. And, you know, those are really some diehard areas. Um, Absolutely. So those are those are 100 percent on the goal. I mean, I would love to do Vegas. I would love to do Oof. Atlantic City soon at some point. Like I have a lot of spots where like Oof. I've already, you know. I, I, I will I would like to say I have some leads on some of these Good. places. So nice. there are some like, you know, that I'm always, amazing. I'm always talking to some people. I'm always, you know, trying to see what op- the options are. So, you know, Invictus could be hitting the road, you know, as soon as the world opens up and nice. uh, we have, have some cool stuff planned in general, even beyond in bloom In bloom is very much. So the, uh, the starting point for 2021 for us. Good. That's, that's, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, oh, yeah. In regards to, because obviously you're a wrestling fan, you wouldn't be doing this if you're not a wrestling fan. What are your favorite um, wrestling brands right now? You know, mm. in terms, yeah. Oh, man, I mean, right now I've been watching a lot of older stuff, but are we talking indies or are you trying to do primarily Whichever, man. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah, whatever well, brands you want to no, I mean, whether it's so, indies so, so, or whatever. So I, just, so I just came back from the collective. Uh-huh. Um, we were in Tampa for the collective, and, you know, GCW is doing some amazing stuff yeah they are oh my god i mean you know i was there for gage versus ricky shane page and having moxley show up at the end i was like just what's going on man um i was it was a fantastic time so i mean you know if if i'm looking at some promotions that i'm really enjoying 
just from a content perspective, they're up there. I got to shout it out to my guys over at you know Global Syndicate okay. Wrestling. They're a brand new promotion. Um, you know, they just crowned Hammerstone as their champion. Their you know their uh, next gen champion is going to be on our show, Mister Gio Galvano, uh, an Invictus right. OG. Um, so we have you know, I mean, those are two really big standouts. Other promotions, I love MLW. MLW is fantastic. You know, MLW even without really the good. crowd, their match yeah. quality is just unreal. It is. It's higher than it really it's is. higher than a yeah. lot of like other shit you see on TV. To be honest with you, it's just like. It's like they're going 20, 25 minutes and it's quality matches. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you it know? really is. Like R- Ring of Honor does not, the match quality doesn't look the same. It doesn't they look just the do, same with, the, without the, the style. It looks great. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The style is different. The I, don't, I guess it's the production of the matches too, the way they're shot. That might be a thing too because they're trying to get certain areas of no crowd to work and certain areas of no crowd to not really be in the scene. So... Do you want to know it's, what I also think it is? I think as MMA yeah. fans, we can appreciate MLW more because it's shot more like a fight. Yes. Less absolutely. like a wrestling show. It's absolutely. shot more like a fight. Yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah. I yeah. realized that um, when I watched it uh, on BN Sports, like maybe like three three weeks ago, I was like, why does this look so much better? And I'm I'm I was trying to wonder, I was like, oh, okay. I see what you got. It has its doing. own yeah. feel. It has that, yeah, it's, it has that octagon feel almost, even if it's like yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's really good. It's really good. It's fun to watch. Oh yeah, and of course, you know, if we're talking the uh, mainstream, I have to say, even though it has a lot of faults, I do enjoy me some AEW from time to time. From time to okay. time, there there are some things that I'm like, I I if I if I never see a Young Bucks matchup again, I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, you at know? this point, that's how I'm feeling too. I don't blame yeah. you. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's i still. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's getting. It's kinda... the same match every single time. Yeah, they can literally just shoot yeah. one match and reshow at the beginning, and I'd probably think it was a new match. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's all for the gear. Like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh my god, the Dior gear. Oh, that was that. That was, that was cool. I gotta say that. I mean, it I, was I, cool, I, but. Maybe, maybe wow. the beat. It, it, they looked they looked like they were in like a you know hippie band from back in the day or something. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, they, they're, they did, they did. they're 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 like, doing their thing know. at the end of the day. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Um, but beyond that, I mean, there are some things that I do enjoy about it. I just enjoyed that it's a different show. Um, I feel like NXT is great from an in-ring perspective. It's just a little dry. I don't really like. Personally, yeah. again, match quality. Just like, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Match yeah, quality like, no is up like, there, but yeah, yeah, it's just the the actual like you know. Missing. It's just it's not exactly like you know. I don't really watch it for the promo work. I don't watch it for the storylines. I watch it like yeah. you know. I I'll, I'll watch like you know Killer Cross versus Finn Balor or Karrion Cross forever. <laughs> like <laughs> like that to me. I'm watching that for the match. I'm not watching it because they're doing exactly not for, on each other. Yeah, exactly. It's just the, it's just the content. It's not everything else that's around it. Yes. It's just the the in between the bells. Like that's honestly it. speaking, the only promo I need from them is when I'm watching the pay per view. Because it gives me the whole backstory right then and there. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Everything down to compact no, to four exactly. minutes instead of, yeah, absolutely. I get yeah. And honestly, like, if, 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 if you just watch AEW for, like, are some of the stories good? Yeah. But also, like, is there some comedy if you, like, look at some of this, you're like, oh, my God, are they, are they really, like, just, <laughs> like, there's some yeah. sense of, like, I've learned to just laugh at some of those things. Is yeah. it maybe the most, it's maybe not the nicest thing to do, but it's like, you know, they're clearly going through some growing pains as a company. And yeah. I can, yeah, you know, 
I can understand that. Yeah, it, it doesn't look too bad though. It looks like they're they're handling things, but you know, yeah, having Mike Tyson show up one week, having Shaq show up one week, it's like it's entertaining at the end of the day. It's it's like junk food wrestling. Yeah. It's like it's bad for you, but it's, it's tastes good at the time. You know, I don't know how to put it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I get it. It's 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 not only for for the it's for the casual fan and it's for the diehard fan at the same time. They're mm-hmm. trying to make sure that they don't lose either or. And they're playing it safe in a month, a week to yeah. week to week to week, and sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's easier for a filler week, and sometimes it's not. And oh, some weeks I'm like dying at the end of it. I'm like, I didn't. Why did I? I like hate myself at the end of the two hours. Like, why did I just sit <laughs> wow. through this? Wow. Uh, but but then, but then other but then other episodes I'm like, damn, I'm actually glad I sat through this. You know what I mean? Like, it it really depends week to week though. Yeah, sometimes yeah, there's, just there's no real great. consistency overall. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, yeah. on the subject of favorite wrestling brands, um, we could just move on to who are your favorite wrestlers you could pick up all time or even right now, like. So all time, Eddie Guerrero. He is. He was my guy. Is my guy. Will always be my guy since I was a kid. Like that is. Yep. My dude. Um currently the guys i'm enjoying really all depends i mean the indies like again i as a heel from an from a heel perspective ricky shane page mm-hmm. is one of the best in the business right yes. now he's okay he's killing it um from just an overall i mean i'm a big john moxley fan you know are some of his matches duds from time to time and if they're all like you know like his, his aw yeah, stuff i yeah. should say I'm not yeah a fan of yeah and if you it, saw, it has like, to be a pay-per-view match. Yeah, yes. it has to be but, but if you saw like his match of Bloodsport versus Josh Barnett, that like it showed yeah, me that was a like, fight. Was, yeah, that was not only a fight. That was like a genuine ass kicking. Um <laughs> I was up there close and I was like, damn, that that is that is not pleasant. Mm. You know, and I also trained, so like I'm you know, I've taken a couple shots. I don't want to take a shot from Josh Barnett, even if it's at 50% and he's trying to miss and hit me in the neck. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't take those. I wouldn't take those either. No, so he, so he, so he, he's a tough SOB. You know, I mean, other guys I got to shout out here. Chris Dickinson, he, you know, doing fantastic stuff. What, like, a guy who can do technical stuff, but also be, you know, some, do some big man spots, but also throw in some crazy stuff in there as well. Um, I'm a big in terms of on the more mainstream side of things, Karrion Cross, huge fan of him. You know, he's gonna be a very big star. Keith Lee, Absolutely. I know he's out right now, huge Keith Lee fan. Oh yeah. Um you know, that those are good. like I'm a I'm I'm a fan of big guys who can also do really impressive stuff. Yeah, you when know? you're a big guy and you're that athletic, it's just like you shouldn't be able to do certain things like that. Yeah. yeah. It was so like I gotta give a back shout out to my day. boy wrecking ball. What's our it was like Kane back in the day when you see a big hole oh, yeah. like that where he would just run, do fucking, yeah. And yeah, he was just a beast. But you said Wrecking Ball? Oh, yeah. I mean, I gotta, yeah, I was about to say, you know, uh, Wrecking Ball Ligurski, he's been on all of our, he's been in, yeah, all three of our shows. And he's yes. been, you know, he was, a, he was again, a um original for us. You know, uh, we have a really good relationship with Team 3D Academy. Tommy Dreamer, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, they run schools in Connecticut as well as Florida. And a bunch of our guys came from there and we kind of you know nice. um have that kind of connection with the coaches and owners of the school so we're you know constantly looking at sort of like their group of people and seeing you know who's sort of next in line with us 
Um, and we just built a very positive relationship with those coaches. I mean, Randy Sean's their head coach. He was on one of our shows and he was giving us some solid pointers and wrecking ball happens to be one of their guys. Gio Galvano happens to be one of their guys. Uh, Mucho Chris Mojo who's on our cards. Gonna be one of those guys is one of those guys. Uh, Dennis Morgan, who I'm repping his shirt, actually. It's a very comfortable shirt, I must say. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, just a, they have such a good crop of talent who came from there. And Wrecking Ball Ligurski is hands down one of those guys where you're like, how are you not signed somewhere? Uh, he is a massive man, but he can move like it's nobody's business. Wow. Um, you know, if you watch some of his highlight reels, even some of his other matches in Invictus, I mean, you know, he can do some big man stuff, but also like he can just, he's so fast. He's trimmed down a lot, but he's still such a big SOB in person. Um, it's just, it's, it's nutty to see. Sometimes I'm like, how are you moving that fast? He was a former football player. So I'm sure it's all just, you know, <laughs> yeah, instinctual you at that it's, point. it's yeah. full athleticism at that point. Yeah. But he's a specimen, man. He's definitely somewhere. I'm like, how are you not signed somewhere? But I'm happy you're not because we can use you in this sense. Love you, Reckon Ball, if you're listening. Okay, I'm I'm gonna see if I can find something real fast from Rick and Bull. I have to. Oh, okay. Uh, um. So that I mean that pretty much ties up the wrestling questions overall. Um, we've been told you're MMA. Guy. Oh, he's big. You, you you said that you're MMA guy. Um, you know, no, no, he he looks really big. <laughs> like he's big. So if he can move like like he says he does, like a lineman probably can. Then hey, I'm pretty sure he's a beast. But um, you're MMA guy. Uh, who's your favorite fighter? MMA. We could do the same thing all time and, and recently. That's a tough. Okay, male so, or female? You you go. Thank you. Way. I was about to say. Yeah. I, I have to I have to at least throw in the two categories in there. Um, Wiley Chang right now is a Ooh, animal. Yeah. Fucking love her. Um, her fight with Joanna was probably one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah um period so Mandalorian. she right now yeah no like yeah. of all time just one of my absolute favorite um so that i mean you know women's side i have to put her in that category um but i mean also shevchenko's up there shevchenko is just mauling people she's just like destroying yeah. people in that division you know i think that is a natural i mean if it's possible a collision course i mean if they have yeah. to do a catch weight yeah. fight if they have to do some sort of thing that's just you know I, would I don't know what they'd have fight. to do. I don't even want them to make it like for unification of titles or something. I just want to see them meet in the I middle. I just want to see the see fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's all you I know? need to see. It's, it's, it's like what just happened with, you know, Izzy. You know, he, he he went up and tried to take on Jan and it didn't really work out. And he still has his title and I still want to see Izzy. Yeah. Um. So he's on me. Oh, my God. I mean, for the male side, he has to be up there. Um. What a specimen. Um. He's... he's- killing people right now he's something else. in the division yeah yeah i mean he's just he's like something out of a video game you know he's he, he the way he moves the way he responds and the way he carries himself going into fight week i mean i'm sure just like everyone else you know when he in his last fight you know we were all a little, we were all a little worried he was taking on a very 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 big man yeah, yeah. i mean even before that he took on you all romero it's like you know he's, he's taking on a true. couple really dangerous yeah. fights and he just stays so calm and collected the whole entire time that at this point, I don't know how I can go against him. In yeah, terms he's of like different. betting against yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he, he, yeah. He's just built different. Um, but and I also got to throw in. His mental as well. Yeah. Like like you said, the way he goes into fight week is, is different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but also, I mean, I have to throw in my coach Lyman Good. Um, 
He is, you know, oh, he. You trained at um, Tiger Showman's in the city. Still do. Yeah. Nice. No, so nice. I'm, nice. I, I train, you know, uh, Jimmy Rivera stops in from time to time at that school. He was oh. at Gramercy as well. So it's like, you know, we have a we have a good group of people there as well who are like, you know, I mean, I'm still, you know, he he's such an inspiration to see. You know, I'm just trying to learn what I can. And I've been there since, you know, I've I've competed before on an amateur level, um, you know, a while back. And yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's such an inspiration just as a person. You know, I couldn't help it. He's he's. Yeah, My he's very much guy. so favorite fighters as a guy, you know, he's a very inspirational dude. And he's behind closed doors. He's the nicest, most humble person you will ever meet. Like, we'll be there to greet you when you come in. We'll know you by your first name, even if you like, you know, no matter how many people he's seen in a day, he will know every single person by their first name. That's dope. wow. I remember I actually went in there to uh, uh, to shoot a friend of mine who's actually, who actually trains there as well, like just work out during the class and i i asked lyman i i was like is it gonna be all right he's like yeah no it's no problem at all like just let me know how everything goes afterwards and i'm like wow i would I, w- I would not expect that from yeah. someone who's training a bunch of people classes at a time like to just oh yeah come into absolutely. my class and film what i do but he he let me do that like that was that was amazing. No, he's very very cool dude, and uh, you know that's something that you know besides even watching MMA, MMA has really made an impact on my life. You know, it's taught me a lot of just about um, remaining h- humble and respectful towards others. It taught me just a lot about you know like you know hard work, discipline, and I think all that applies to even what we're trying to do now. You know, whether it's starting a wrestling promotion for you guys, you know, starting a, a podcast. It's like, you know, that, that mental side of things is like yep. what keeps you going. And I gained a lot of that for martial arts, I think just through natural repetition. It's good. It's good to hear. What's um, yeah. your main, um, your main discipline in martial arts or do you like dabble in everything? Yeah. So I started off mainly, you know, I mean, as every kid does, I was in the karate classes for a while growing up and then I yeah. did a lot of judo. Okay. Um, I transitioned that into grappling, which I competed in for a couple of years. Um, I hated cutting weight. I just despised it. I was like, I'm out of here. Um, so then I just went full on, you know, and, uh, I guess of, of MMA style, you know, a lot of kickboxing along with grappling and jujitsu, just a really sort of dabbling in everything, um, at Tiger. So yeah, you know, I, I, I love it and, uh, still go every week, man. Still, you know, still, it's like one of those things I could never imagine stopping again or like you know not ha- not it's doing a, it in some way yeah we it's a different a discipline that you yeah. don't want to get rid of yeah it's oh yeah that, like you know because you could take out your frustrations in certain ways like you go hit a punching bag but like when you mixing it all into one um because i used to take more tie like a, a while back and i'm just like oh, yeah i'm like yeah this this is good the the six months that i was taking it for um almost a year actually um it was it did have a different level of discipline like you said like you get to a certain level you're just like okay you know be more responsible about certain things or have just just have that level of discipline whether it comes to work your personal life or whatever and um yeah i always wanted to get back into it's just time man (laughs) time and i'm not gonna lie it's it's money too as well so um it's definitely like another, another added expense too but overall like going to the gym life and like just seeing like you know the people that go back one of uh, um, my really good friends from uh work is a 
he just got his black belt last year um, for Brazilian mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu, which which was all he's been doing it for years. And he's been trying to get me to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for such a long time. He was like, dude, just get into it. Get into it. He's like, it's probably like one of the best self-defense things you could learn. And um, I do want to get into it one day, but I'll probably just do it like after I move or, or something. I don't know yet, but yeah, I definitely want to get into man, it. I definitely sure. give it a shot. For sure, for sure, man. I mean, there's plenty of, uh, especially, you know, tri-state area. There's tons of oh, awesome spots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, man, always, always a good thing to do. That was the hardest thing that I had to give up during the pandemic when all the gyms closed, you know? like Oh, yeah. That, like, mental and physical release of just being in the gym and, like, working hard uh, mentally screwed me up badly not even gonna lie it, it was it was not it was not easy you know just sort of sitting at home and not having a way to let out that yeah it's know? like and, uh, what like you can work out but what exactly are you gonna do like you want to you it's a different it's a different type of workout that you can do in the house oh, yeah. you can do like calisthenics and push-ups and sit-ups and, and things like that but it's it's you not the, the same bag you can't roll, absolutely you can't grapple yeah, yeah. yeah. you I can mean, do also do so a- much Exactly. I also do a fair bit of like powerlifting kind of stuff too. So like, you know, like even when I had, I bought some little weights and stuff like that, but like, you know, I'm used to like, I, I didn't get, I didn't get fatigued really. You know what I mean? I was working out, but I was just like tired. I wasn't like pushing myself, you know? And yeah. if part of me felt frustrated because of that. So like, you know, when the gyms opened up, man, I was living in there for the first couple of weeks that they were open, man. You, you, I was like, just don't contact me. I will be here, just sort of catching up on everything. And, and man, now, now that they've now that they've stayed open, it makes me feel very at ease because I was worried when that second wave hit that something was going to go down again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so I have a question. Um, sure. What are your What are your goals for the for the? Yeah, excuse me. What are your goals for the promotion as far as booking, like? Next five to ten years, just what are your goals? Like, what do you what do you For see sure. in Victus, and who do you see yourself working with? Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, I see Invictus being one of the next big super indies. I see Invictus being eventually someone where we are known on a global scale. I see Invictus being a place where talent from all over the world are going to want to come to perform not just in the northeast not just guys who maybe are trying to you know are at a certain tier in their career and they want to maybe elevate a little bit i want it to be like the destination where people want to be uh how we do that is continue to put on quality and impressive content and matches that the fans want to see um it's not easy standing out in a crowd especially in indie wrestling so we need to find what we are good at and really just you know maximize that as much as possible and continuing to improve in other areas and as a promotion i think we've continued to do that we started off i think with a very solid vision for it and i we were like okay we need to fix this maybe a little bit here we need to maybe tweak this a little bit here or you know add something here to really give some our roster some depth in some areas and also you know make sure we're keeping true to our colors of like what we're trying to convey with invictus um, so five to 10 years from now, streaming network, um, regular okay. tour season. Um, I see easily us being um, re- not recognized by 
like, you know, it's hard to, you know, hard to be recognized in indie wrestling. But I mean, in the sense of like, you know, us having our own platform to produce new stars, but also put on events that are must see. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. Because I'm sure you want to get um, whoever wants to come to the States as far as like, um, New Japan, Dragon Gate, and even Pro Wrestling. No, I'm sure you want to get whoever wants to wrestle with you guys. Like I'm, um, I'm sure you're open to everyone. All I will say is stay tuned because. I will okay. All right. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> that, I mean, I you know, say. I like to hear stay tuned. You know, yeah. <laughs> all, all I will say is in terms of like that side of things, um, oh. we have had a bucket list of people we are trying to bring in and uh, the list is getting shorter by the day. So expect to see yeah. some big names coming very soon to Invictus. Nice. Nice. Good to hear. That's good. Oh, ooh, ooh. CM Punk. All right. Ah, right. uh, let's be one of the I I know, right? I know. He's gonna, he's gonna ask for everything if he ever. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just want. I just want the. You know, I just want the to be CEO. That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> Let me just be CEO, exactly. Exactly. right? And, you know, yeah. for the day maybe. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, you know, um, Andrade is now um exactly. someone who's available. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea Green, Green is someone who is available. Samoa Joe. Oh, uh, yes. There yeah. are there are quite there a few people names. who. Are available who well yes you know he's obviously unfortunate their situations i'm not trying to boast about you Absolutely. know their release or anything but like you know it's yeah. it's definitely sort of an eye-opening thing of like hmm we we can make some stuff potentially happen if we want to and that's not even to say that's it you know there are plenty of people who are currently overseas who are in the pipeline good to hear yeah good to hear yeah I'm glad to see that like you're, you you got all this going in such a short amount of time to be honest with you because it's like in terms of a indie promotion like you guys just seem like you're already ahead of the game of so many other smaller promotions in terms of how you're doing things and how you're going about it because if you're already telling me stay tuned or Instead of, oh, yeah, you know, we hope to have... No, you're telling me, stay tuned. And that's yeah. already a big... That's a big difference from, yeah, we hope to have something down the pipeline or whatnot. But, like, just how how do you deal with the light speed, like... Or just the exponential growth you seem to be having already in such a short um, amount of time? Like, how do you not get too far ahead of yourself or too yeah. big on the ego? You know what I mean? I mean, and I think that comes back to... you martial arts being humble and all that stuff and what for sure for know. sure um actually i was just gonna say it comes with i think just having a fantastic team behind you um i think we all balance each other out it's the primary team is you know myself evp alex Aceta. he is head booker head promoter he is the man truly behind invictus you know who brought in me who brought in ryan who is the, our chief marketing officer it's the three of us primarily who are all together and i think when one's too ambitious, the other one's there to like reel the person in a little bit. And when one person is like, I really want to do this right now. And the other person's like, let's do it in two weeks. And then that person's like, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. You know, um, you know, I think, and also like if one person's stagnant where it's like, yeah, this is fine the way it is. And we're like, no, we have to, we have to even push this further. We have to see what more we can do. It's like, we're all sort of helping find that balance with each other. And I think that's the best thing that we can do for each other because we're all we all bring something unique to the table you're a tripod 
That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You're a fucking exactly. tripod. Yeah. If you saw the movie, yeah. you're a fucking tripod. <laughs> like, if you know what we're talking about. But um, no, yeah, that that sounds great because it's like you that balance is needed, and we like. Mm-hmm. Just just off of what you're saying, we have that same sort of balance with the film project that we're working on. Like, I yeah. have to check him. He checks me. Somebody else checks both of us. And it's like, you know, you got to go back and forth um, and be realistic about things. But at the same time, while being realistic, don't let the ambition fade away either. Because um, Absolutely. There's, there's ways to, okay, you, you guys could all be down to earth, but it's like, no, why aren't we pushing this? And to have somebody, like like you said. You'd be like, no, everything's fine, but you know, you could come up and say, no, we gotta do this, and then the other person agrees. Like, you need that balance for sure, and um, for sure, if that's working and it seems to be working very well, then hey, man, just just keep it going. Don't let anybody stop you guys from becoming that. You know what you envision five years down the line with having your own streaming platform, with having possibly your own app for everything, or you know, it's just um. One of those things. It's really good to see such a short amount, three three shows, and you're already like yeah. getting this far yeah. ahead. Um, it just shows that, honestly speaking, I'm just say like it shows that New York ambition, like because everything's All quick. Right. You gotta get get things done quick here, and a lot of people don't notice that until they move here or until they're here for a couple of a couple of days. It's just like, oh my god, everything moves so fast. It's just like, yeah, because we need it now. We need things to happen, even though you know it's one of those things where you you can afford sometimes to slow down it's like what we only know one speed for the most part you know so it's like it's for sure. all you know it's 100 yeah, percent go yeah it's a 100 percent go um and we're, it's, it's we're, so we're cool. also the kind of people where, like we're used to like having other people like you know like if we don't do it someone else is going to step in and take yeah, our exactly. spot and then you know it's like you know you have to capitalize and like yeah. keep that momentum going because you are always worried someone's like right you know on your yeah. tail kind of thing so yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's it's exciting stuff, and I'm I'm excited just as much as I'm excited to be like like putting all these pieces together for future projects and being able to like you know, man. I'm I'm biting my tongue right now with a lot of things that I would like to say <laughs> that I'm like you know, but in my head I'm like you know, like this is what it's all about, and like it's become yeah. addicting to like keep wanting to like plan certain things and do certain things, and it's. It's exciting, man. You know, it's it's an exciting time. But as you said, you know, back to the city hustle thing, you know, we're always we're always worried that our spots is all of a sudden going to be passed up or something. Yep. You know, and I think that's why we just pulled the trigger on the show. We were just like, we can't keep waiting around. We have to do this, you know, whether yep. it's 10 people at our first show or 1200. Well, thankfully, it wasn't 1200 because then we would have COVID and everything. We would have been shut down. But, yeah. you know, it was it was like, fuck it. It's like, fuck it. We have to we have to do this now. You know, we have to do this. Otherwise, we're just going to be old news. We can't be a promotion that's like advertising that we're the new promotion and then we never have a show. You know, we have to like just get our feet wet and go. Yeah, it's definitely yep. true. You just you you have to have to have the work. You have to show it. You have to have to. Um, you're already getting that name for yourself, which you have to show and prove. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and we've only done that with each show. That's good. That's good, man. That's really. Can good you tell you. me about? Um, I'm not sure what show this was. You guys were outside. Uh, I see um, Wrecking Ball versus Clipper Jones. Oh, Can you boy. tell me about that that show? Yeah, so that was our debut show. That was our okay. show. Um, you know, I mean, this the story has been said, but I will happily like not even like you know in the sense of like it's very well known, but like it, it's worth quickly touching on. Um, we had uh, a venue snafu. A couple 
worked out and we had to completely set up shop in a new like location of New Jersey. Wow. And it wasn't like and it wasn't like, hey, yeah, you'll drive an extra 10 minutes. It's no problem. It's like, no, you're going to have to like now go another hour out of your way to get to our show. Wow. Um, yeah. And Damn. it was on a farm. Yeah. We had yeah, that. I see the the big thing of, yeah. of hay, the hay bale. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we had to just figure out. A, we, at that point, again, it was like, you know, put up or shut up. Are we about to fold and walk away? Because we had basically our old venue. They had a COVID crisis and they had to shut down again. And we were like, well... We have two weeks and we have to find a new venue. Um, and we just literally hit the ground running and we're just like, we have to find something that will accommodate the people that we have, the talent that we have and be outside and all that. We found this farm and, you know, it was it was out of the way. It was it was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But it definitely got the job done. And I think that was honestly a testament to like the Invictus way of like, you know, if you do not make it happen for us, we will literally do whatever it takes to make it happen. So I like it. <laughs> I yeah, like it. Like, you know, I mean, it's it, a hustle, it, man. You just gotta, exactly. gotta get it done. You gotta get it done. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you fast forward to like two months later, we have our second show, November rain, and it's at like an actual sports facility. There's an indoor, like uh, vendor station and bar area and like it's a very nice laid out place and we like just wanted to keep telling the town like I promise you you are not walking back to the same place like <laughs> like like this, this is it's not where the we farm. are going to be exactly like you know you there's ain't actual, jumping like, off you know, a cow it's fine exactly <laughs> but, the, but honestly the cool thing is about all that was like the talent like we were so worried at how the town were going to react to the farm like it's your first show you want to make sure the talent are taken care of you want to make sure people have their space to like do everything they need to do um, and we're like, man, they're going to be on a farm. They're going to be so pissed. Like, you know, we, we were, we were kind of kicking ourselves about it. Uh, they looked, they saw, they they took one look at this farm. They're like, we see haystacks. Someone's going to be thrown into that shit. You know what I mean? Like, and that's even in that match. At one yeah. point, Wrecking Ball Gorilla presses Clipper up and just tosses him on the haystack. So it's, <laughs> you know, like they improvise and they made it awesome. And, uh, if it weren't for the fans that day too, man, the crowd, we were so fortunate with that crowd, man. They were so good to us and they were so good to every single person you know there were some people there who wrestled like you know so there were some people like clipper that was his first match and the crowd still met him with very open arms and i, sk I skimmed know, through it that does not look like a first match performance team 3d academy training man they do not let you anywhere near that ring until wow. you are ready Wow. So we've heard the good things know. about them. Yeah, too, we so. definitely have. Yeah, we definitely have. You know, he's he he is one of those guys where like everyone walked away from that show and was like, that was his first match. <laughs> like, like people were like, that guy looks like he was better than some of the people who had a couple dozen matches. So, and he's only getting better, man. He's like really learning his stuff well. He's getting those reps and goes back to that, you know. And he's gonna be great, you know. He's he's like a couple other guys, you know. They still need to find their footing, like everyone does when they're new to wrestling, but. Only comes with time, but he's in a great starting point. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it looks like it. It definitely looks yeah, like man. it. So definitely be on the lookout for him. And same with, you know, Gio Galvano. He, big name I would like to mention. He just was on Impact recently. Um, he was a very, you know, one of the first people we talked to in Invictus. You know, he's Alex, the head promoter's like high school friend, middle school friend. So... Wow. Weird connections, man. Weird connections that uh, have made this all possible. The small world, man. The wrestling world is yeah. a very small world at the end of the day. It's very small. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. And a lot of the times that writing uh write what you said at the beginning of the podcast, it's like, okay, yeah, you fall out of love with it. Not even that you fall out of love with it, you just stop watching because it's not the cool thing to the to the mass population of high school, but you find your your you find your team, you find the people that like what you like, you find other wrestling fans, and it's like, okay, it's we do still exist. And for sure, you, and you inch your way back into it. And there's so much camaraderie there when you do find people who love wrestling. It's yeah. like there's like it's like you could have known them for five minutes, but you're talking to them like you're best friends with them. Yeah, exactly. You know? it, exactly. It's, it's one of the best things about it, in my opinion, just that natural connection people can have. So I always, we're thought, here for. I always thought like if you could nerd out about everything else, anime or whatever k-pop band yeah. or this and that like why can't you nerd out about wrestling you know what i mean i'm like exactly. in the open and i mean yeah. obviously it's a, a way more accepted thing you hear people talking about wrestling on the subway now or outside in a park and whatever like it's it's not as you know hush hush as it used to before like it's open out there everybody knows wrestling's a thing but before it's like yeah, I can be nerds about everything i want let me be a nerd about what i want to be a nerd about like <laughs> exactly. regardless if it's gaming anime um wrestling or all three combined like it's just you know it's one of those things um but it's, it's dope to see it now um and especially you giving the chance for people to nerd out even more with invictus um is is an awesome thing to see and very very um very very fun to watch you talk about it to be honest with you because like you no, thank like you. i said you could see the general excitement once you start talking about plans you had and things you can't talk about that you know that are coming down the pipeline um you could see how excited you are how much work you put into it and it's just it's really a fresh take and just like i said very fun to watch you talk about something you're very passionate about especially you know this is like your baby um so and you want to see your Absolutely. baby grow you know so it's, it's really yeah, cool no, to see I, I i really appreciate that you know and that was like you know i think the biggest i i said this at the last show where you know, I opened up the last show. I was very lucky enough to open up the last show when my family was there. And the thing I just said on the, to the fans was like, you know, this is with everything going on in the world. I want people to come here and escape their problems and just enjoy life for a couple hours and be around people who are also enjoying themselves. Whether you're enjoying, it doesn't even have to be the same match as me. I could be there to see one guy. You could be there to see someone else. But the fact that we're there and the fact that we're just enjoying and getting lost in this moment that is the kind of magic that we like to make, you know? Um, and it's the, I think we all felt that feeling of like, we want to find our camaraderie in wrestling. And that's what we're trying to create with Invictus, like a community of people where like, you can all nerd out and have a great time and just enjoy yourself with whatever matches on the card or all of them, you know? Yeah. 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 So back to MMA, we do have, for sure. We do have UFC 261 coming up same day actually same day so I know um you're gonna have your hands full with your um with the promotion and and you know in bloom but at the same time you get to chill later and you get to watch UFC afterwards so, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be cracking open some cold ones I'm yeah, good <laughs> exactly so um it, it looks like a really good pay-per-view I'm just gonna run down the card real quick um down the main card uh at light heavyweight, we have Anthony Smith going up against Jimmy Crew. Um, after that, we have at middleweight Uriah Hall going up against um, Chris Weedman. Um, after that, at women's flyweight, uh, one of the three, um, one of the three uh, title bouts. Uh, 
you have Alcina Shevchenko defending her flyweight title against Jessica Andrade. Um, after that, you have uh, Weili Zhang going up against uh, Rose Namahumas for the strawweight championship. And then uh, you have the main event, um, you know, mm-hmm. the, the meat portion, the meat platter. Uh, Kamaru Usman defending his welterweight championship against George Masvidal. Um, it's a great card. Again, they did it again. It, it is. another great fucking card. Last time we had the other team. Dana did it again. Yeah, I know. And you only get one of these a year usually, but he did it twice within a two-month yeah. span. <laughs> And um, it's just like, bro, you, you gave us the fights we wanted to see. Um, how how do you see this playing out overall? Like, what do you what do you, what are your predictions for it overall? Um, you can start anywhere; it doesn't matter what what fight you pick. Oh no, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I'll just go top down. I mean, I'm a big Anthony Smith guy. Um, Jimmy's been on a pretty good run, but I mean, yeah. Smith somehow always manages to pull it off. He pulled it off against Gustafson, and that was a shocker yeah. to me. Yeah, so absolutely. I I can't exactly count him out yet. Dry Hall versus Weidman. Uh, uh, Uriah, Hall and I, Uriah Hall and I actually like know each other, so like I really oh, can't really? say anything. <laughs> um, I love I love Uriah. He's he's someone again. You know, former coach of mine. We message each other on Facebook from time to time. He's a really very cool and humble dude. Um, wishing you the best of luck on Saturday, man. Um, yeah, no, I mean I gotta give it to my guy Weidman. I think he's. I don't know, man. He has every time. I, I think, think he it's has a something left in him. He keeps like, yeah, yeah. no, it, no. It really is. It really is. I mean, it's one of those matches where it's like both guys have reasons why they could win, but also guys have a fair amount of reasons why they could lose. I'm being perfectly honest. Um, toss up for sure. Um, I'm just gonna go with my home hometown dude, guy who I know from my gym. Um, but all respect to Wyman, man. He, I would love to see some sort of resurgence in his career because yeah. it just fell off so fast. Like it was like, it was a, he was really at the top of the world one minute and it just went straight oh, down oh, yeah. um, from, you know, losing to Rockhold to the, Yo, to the Yoel Romero knee to, you know, just a whole, str- a whole bunch of very, very iffy situations that just, it's unfortunate. He just has but, to find that groove see, again, just to get that mentality back, sure. and like you know, it's it happens. Some people could get it back, other people just can't. And, and that's yeah, the sad truth. And then after that, it's uh, um, Wiley Chang. No, it was uh, Shevchenko versus Andrade. Andrade, yeah. Andrade. <laughs> Shevchenko, just because I think Shevchenko's on a roll, but Andrade yeah. is also like a killer. Yeah, that's gonna like, be a fight. Is like that's killer. gonna be a fight. Yeah, she dude, yeah. she literally won the title by slamming Rose on her head, you know. Um, that is enough to say like this: this girl can go. This girl yeah. can go. I'm afraid of any of those like Brazilian females and that shit. Like, I'll be like, I'm going up against who? Shit! Like, <laughs> if I were somebody, like, of course, Valentina Shevchenko is Valentina Shevchenko. Like, she's she's a fucking killer in her own right too. But like going up against Jessica Andrade, it's gonna be a fight, man. It's oh yeah, be a fight. I'm, I'm excited for that fight for sure. Um, I I, and I think I'm leaning towards Shevchenko, um, but sure. I would not be surprised if Andrade does something. To be honest, with exactly. Me. And again, goes back to the whole idea of like MMA math never makes sense. No, sometimes like sometimes like if one person beats one person, it does not mean they will beat the other person exactly at exactly. all at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, I mean that's the one thing. It's not way. always 
it's not always two plus two equals four, which is, makes this a lot harder sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it goes, I mean, it goes with the next fight, Rose Nama Unis. I, if you, that's why she was such an underdog against Joanna, you know, back in the day. Yeah. Because no one, I mean, no one no really one gave her. It. Yeah. No one expected it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't personally see her beating Chang, but I mean, also I thought this, this the last time. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would agree mm-hmm. with you. I'm, but Zhang Wei Li, she just looks like a. F- no, yeah, no, for sure. She, I mean, she's, she's my us. pick. I'm just no, like, absolutely. I mean, yeah. anything could happen. One errant punch that gets you right on the chin and just completely knocks you out. Like, it, it couldn't happen. But like, after, I, honestly speaking, after that fight with Joanna, I don't think she has. I, I can't say she has much to worry about because Rose is a fucking beast too. She could put it on anyone. But it's like if I see oh. another, you know. Classic, I'll be happy. Oh, I'll me too. Happy. Absolutely happy. Um, but I think overall, I think you will I think, though. I think I think, I think Whaley will like will I think she'll put it on her. I, I'm even saying maybe in three rounds. Maybe. Maybe three rounds. I don't know. I don't know. But I think for right, sure I think I for sure she's gonna win, but I think maybe around three rounds. She just has some heat in her hands, man. She, she does really? her legs yeah. when it's yo, yeah. I saw her training. Oh I saw her training video. That pad is not supposed to sound like that. When, no. when you're in, and I was just like, what is going on? Like it's it's so tremendous. Like she's she's a beast. Oh, yeah. She's a beast. No, I definitely get that. And now comes the uh the real big uh not even head scratcher. I kind of have my theory, but it's like I personally see Usman taking this one. Yeah, um, I do. I, I think. I agree. I think. I, I don't see anyone stopping him. I don't. I could see Masvidal if he if he gets a clean like if he really lands. Sure, he'll knock him out. Yeah, but we've seen how you know Masvidal really cannot do well with grapplers. At all, really cannot do well with grapplers. Damian Maya, you know he Damian Maya has no. Striking, striking whatsoever even and in he, the video games it's bad yeah and and, and, wow. he, and he took him to decision you know what i mean like so if if usman who has halfway decent striking it's not great striking but i mean hey he tko burns you know he's yeah. he didn't i mean he had a war with colby covington i'm not saying the guy's a knockout artist but he can hang in there he could go for sure um i think it's enough for sure to get through jorge and i think I know the narrative he's going to be pushing is, oh, I took this fight on last one was like six six days notice. Six days notice. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be much of a difference if it's more of the grappling scene. It's not going to matter. Maybe his conditioning will be better, but. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 about about it. it. Because when when you look at somebody like Usman, like, he's way more well rounded than than Masvidal, than than Gilbert Burns. And. He trained with Gilbert Burns, like you know what I mean. So like, going to George Masvidal, like impressive striker, no doubt about it. He can knock anybody's heads off, head off, um, and he's he's a beast when it comes to striking. But like you said, Usman, can he hang in striking? Absolutely. But he puts everything else together, and his the adjustments he makes mid fight oh, yeah. or between rounds is fucking insane like you saw the adjustment he made with gilbert burns in the last fight like oh yeah it, it was it was phenomenal and he he put him down with a jab with a jab 
And I was just like, did he just go down with a jab? He did. He went into what I call kitten pose. Like when they're just like <laughs> looking up at you. That's what I call it. Um, he always laughs when I say kitten pose. But um, no, yeah, it was just like he he just took him apart. And I, I could kind of see Usman trying to prove it in a striking battle this time around too. Um, to say, hey, I'm not only about grappling. Um, because he's going to play on the, oh, I only had six days notice thing. And he's been playing on that the whole time. But it's like... Yeah. I, I don't even think with six weeks you you could beat him, um, and, and like you said, he's a Usman's just on another level. Yeah, he's you know, I mean, yeah. even even when Woodley was champion, you know, I saw an old interview a while back where he was like, "Who do you not want to face um, for your for your title?" And he literally said Usman, and he ended up facing Usman, and he lost the and title. Lost. It was just yeah. one of those like you know, yeah. like he people people have known this guy is no joke for a long time. Has he yep. is he the most entertaining fighter? No, yeah. I'm. I will be very honest about that. But does he know how to win? Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. As long as you come out with a W at the end, and but the thing is, he does it so dominant too. It's like looking yes. at a welterweight version of Khabib. Um, mm-hmm. almost. I mean, nobody's gonna match Khabib in terms of intensity and grappling and all that stuff, and wrestling. But he he's right up there though. He's he's not far behind in terms of like pure dominance yeah he might have that one on his record but he could easily be 19 and 0 and oh, yeah. um yeah the the man's just a beast man and i i can't wait to see this card it's such a good card overall um like you said gonna pop some beers and shit like op- pop open some beers and drink and watch this because um yeah i'm excited for this card they It'll like you said, dana, dana did it again dana did it again and i'm pretty sure the the prelims are just as just as good. Um, I didn't bother looking at the prelims, but I'm pretty sure it's just as good overall. Um, it's gonna be but, some some more yeah. knockouts on the. Prelims. I want, I, I love watching is. prelims because you, you see knockouts, man. You you see the hungrier <laughs> people, and it's just like oh shit, and it kind of sets the yeah. tone for the rest of it too sometimes. So yeah. Um, but yeah, man, exciting times. Um, two really good UFC uh pay per views, like almost back to back. I think the the last one that was. That had three title fights on it was what? Um with the Gilbert Burns, wasn't it? I'm pretty so. sure actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was that was Febu- also that, also, that was February. Um, is he? No. No. Oh no no, no 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 no. That was the one after. Yeah. That, the Izzy one was the one with um the championship fights. But um yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. This this looks really, really, really good. Hey man, um, it's a great time to be a fan of combat sports again, you know? Absolutely. That was taken from us. That was yeah. a tough time. And I and boxing you know, the, just has to get it together. It's boxing, just boxing. Like, yeah. They have to get the YouTubers out of there. They do. They do. <laughs> Go, so, so moving on to that, because you know, you, you saying that overall, like I, I was I was skeptical one about the whole Jake Paul Ben Askren thing because it's like okay, you're fighting a wrestler. He has no hands. Yeah. You 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 haven't fought a boxer. He fought a basketball player. I don't even know who he. Who did he fight the first time? Because apparently he's three and zero. Nate Robinson. Oh, the, the, no, fir- he the fought, very first he time I have no Deji, idea. Deji, which is a YouTuber. Nate Robinson, okay. NBA player, uh-huh. and Ben Askren, a wrestler, wrestling coach with with a dad bod. So it's like, who just had hip surgery? So it's almost like, oh. and everybody's like, oh my god, is he the real deal? No, he hasn't fought. Here's my question for you. What occupation is his next opponent going to have? Is he going to be... Apparently, he's supposed to be a cashier. Exactly. 
Everybody GameStop employee, like, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, is he gonna fight Roaring <laughs> Kitty or some shit? Like, I, it, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. is he gonna fight Biden next? Like, is, is you just don't know, and people keep wanting to take it seriously. Like, okay, does he does he have intangibles in terms of boxing, and does he look good? Like, yes, he can move very well. He can yeah. throw a jab. He's been training. You could tell he's been putting in the chain, but he's not. He hasn't fought a boxer. These still he feel like a lot of fights. openings. He left a lot of openings too in that. Yeah, in yeah. That fight. yeah. There were probably my man. If you were going into pro, you would have been clipped if, like yeah. Five if times you fought an actual boxer, you'd have been lights out already. And don't but get me wrong, the boxers are stepping up though. Like this is the thing. Because like, they don't need to. Well, shit, joke. they. Do. I mean, if they if you if you're throwing out the money, <sighs> yes, they. And you're right. They probably do just and shut them up and shut it down. Absolutely, just to shut it down. But like. But isn't it? The, don't they say the bullies don't feed into it? Don't they say to ignore yeah. the bullies? You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. This is how I yeah. see it with this. I feel like if you give into it, it's just gonna continue this terrible, terrible cycle. That's why Dana was just like, just ignore him, like just ignore him. But at the same time, it's it, it is definitely a money grab for everybody. Absolutely, it's a money grab for I mean, everybody, and I'm not Jay mad Paul at was- that. If Jake Paul wants to step in an Invictus ring tomorrow, I will happily accept the invitation. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm I saying, don't know so. if he, I just don't know if he's the best for longevity. <sighs> yes. Yeah. I think he's he's not going to be an ambassador for the sport. He's not. Yeah, I as think soon what as, Trailer as soon as he, is doing, he loses, he's gone. Yeah, I as think what Trailer is doing gone. is oh, cool. Sure. Like the Trailer Fight Club, I think that's a great idea. Like it, it's cool. You go with the concerts. Just tone back on the fucking concert. Like, dial that shit the fuck back. Because last time we had only yeah. two concerts, we had 17 the other day. And it's just like, how? It was entertaining, but it was just like, no, I don't want I, I just wanted to see the fights. Maybe just book some more fights. fights yeah. Yeah. It was making me angry at some points. I, I yeah. had it was in the background. Like, the fun- mute yeah. I kept texting our group chat, and I was like, another fucking concert. Like, I was getting pissed off about it. Um, but be- beyond that, like, because the first one was so, there was way more entertaining because of the fact that, yeah, you did have s- people performing, like, maybe one or two songs, but it wasn't a 20-minute set. And it's yeah. just like, I-, I thought this was about fighting, not about Justin Bieber. It- it's clearly, like, that's that is clearly that not catering to fighting fans. They're just catering to, like, tweens who purchased the pay-per-view for Jake Paul. Yeah. Like yeah. they, the ones well, who want to see Justin Bieber perform. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And yeah. Thriller is a music. It was originally it a is. music app, so it was understandable. But at the same time, if you're, if you're trying don't to change the game in boxing, a different product. Yeah, if you're trying to change the game in boxing, focus on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if he, if, I mean, he he doesn't he have a music career? Doesn't he do music too? Who's that? Jake Paul. Uh, I have no. I try not to. Listen I don't. I know nothing about anything brothers. about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, either I don't know either. I just know they're on YouTube. That that that's pretty much. Okay, it. never yeah. mind. Yeah. I just know YouTubers, one got one got a stunner at WrestleMania, and, and the other one is a fucking uh, a jackass that thinks he. But, but well, I do have to say, Ben everybody. Askren, you severely let us down, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah. You like? Come on, man. It also looks like you took a dive. It, yeah. it looked like he, took, yeah. he says good. that he didn't, he but did. it's like, yeah, I don't but think it looks is, like he did. I, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of fighters, they, like, a lot of MMA just, fighters said the same. 
They were just like, I it think wasn't even just the dad bod. It was everything. He like the body that he walked into the ring with looked like he just did not care about anything. Yeah, it looked like he, he literally he got off the couch. Yeah. yeah, and I and I get the hip surgery thing, but if you have that, take it easy. Don't answer the call. Yeah. Nah, but they true. already have it a show true. for June. I think in his head, he was like, you know what? It, I might not get this call again. I need to just do this now. Do yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. need to take this L before I... Because he was already retired. He was already never going to fight again. He was like, all right, I'll take a million dollars plus to take this fight. Out. If I win... Yep. If, no, if, if, if I win, great. If I lose, whatever. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he cares. And that's, I think, the worst part. Yeah, and absolutely. that's the that's the thing. You can tell that he don't care. So it's like, uh, maybe it was rigged. Maybe he did take a dive, but no, he just didn't care. Yeah, it's probably like, yeah. oh, that he didn't even care to get up. Down. Like, yeah, yeah. Damn. Maybe next yeah. time. Hopefully, he fights Woodley next. <laughs> oh yeah. <that> <laughs> oh, that'd, that'd be, be great. But you know I what? I honestly would want somebody just to take him down, double leg sweep, and just like fuck him up on the floor. I don't care if he if he gets disqualified. Just do They're it. Get the win just anyway. do it. Just do it. Fuck well, it. Yoel Romero called him out, and that man almost went into witness protection program when that happened. Like he got called yeah. up by Yoel Romero. He was like, "I am not taking yeah, that fight." Exactly. Of course not. Uh, but he called Yoel out. Romero will kill you. Like, well, Jake Paul's like six three, six four, and like is one ninety. Like he call out a middleweight, call out Luke yeah. Rockhold, call yeah. out Chris Weidman. Absolutely. You know? um, then again, he, 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 he doesn't want those fights. Shit. He, yeah, he doesn't want those fights. He doesn't. He wants somebody with a different occupation. Yeah. <laughs> he wants a couple more amateur fights. That's yeah. it. It's understandable. Some, like it's it's we, we see it. We see the game. Like you said, it's not going to last long. No. I, I just laugh how they all they say, "Oh, his pro career." This is not a pro career, like in any <laughs> no, sense of the word. It's not. It's You're not, not a pro fighting. Career. You're not fighting an nope. actual registered pros, in and that have boxing licenses. Like you're not. So yeah. until that happens, cool. But hey, man. if he does, if he does, if he does do the damn thing and he takes on someone legit and and he wins, shows that he has heart. You know, man, all respect to him. You yeah. know, at that point, I'll I'll shut my mouth and yeah. I'll happily yep. let him do his thing. But right now, until then, I, yeah. I yep. It's just it's just quicker cash grabs overall. So it's just that's yeah. what it is. I mean, hey, he's making his money. Cool, make your money, bro. It's fine. It's all good. But just don't be a dick about it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. it. Just don't be a dick just to be a dick. Like, yes, you're making money. We understand that. We don't have to like you, but don't be an asshole. Like you don't have to be. You don't have to. You don't have to overcompensate to be a dick. Yeah. The sad thing is, though, if he wasn't a dick, he wouldn't be in the spot he's in to absolutely. Get these cash fights. Yep. Okay, so nobody, he can turn down. Nobody wants because the thing is, nobody <laughs> wants to see a nice guy get fucked up or call people exactly. out. You know what? You want yeah. to see him get knocked the fuck out by somebody, yeah. but unfortunately, he's just not. Calling out the right people to get fucked up by. So yeah, no, he's, he's just not. He's doing this all wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, he's I mean, doing he's, it right. He's doing the, it right for technically. Like the long, yeah, for the longevity to, yeah. of the next five to years, maximize the it. to maximize the amount of money he's getting. He's doing it correct. He's one hundred percent. But he can't right. just keep calling out Connor because Connor is not no, going to accept not. the fight. 
No. He's he needs to call out, like, he's doing it smart. Okay, like, he called out Askren. He needs to keep calling out, like, tomato cans that he can keep just going through. Yep. But, like, he needs to stop. He needs to stop <laughs> calling out UFC guys because they're all one day going to, like, gang up on him and, like, yep. beat the shit out of him somewhere. He'll uh, never be able to go to a show. No. Oh, my. <laughs> Imagine that. He better have a lot of security with him. Even, yeah. even Colby yeah. Covington, who is the most hated person in the UFC, yeah. does not like this man. Yeah. And if, and if <laughs> exactly if Kobe Cunningham don't like you, that's a problem. Yeah, that says something. That that says enough. That's yeah. bad. Absolutely. Oh man. Who are you as a man if if that's if that person hates you? He oh man. Yeah, Kobe he's I don't want to say he's a good guy, but he has his moments of being a dick most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to say the least. Absolutely. I mean, you know, he's talented, but he's a dick. Yeah. Yep. Can't say I've yet to see the talented know. part for Jake. I've only seen the dick part of it. Yeah, so unless you exactly. show me the talented yeah, part yeah. of it, it's not going to even out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, you have any any more questions for him? I do not. I, I do don't not. think I have any either. Um, so with that being actually, said, yes, uh, one more. Uh, I need to know. Um, don't need need to know, but top five favorite heels. Oh boy. Ted DiBiase Jr. Ted DiBiase, I should just say. Um, you know, Randy Orton is up there. Uh, if I am going to throw in an indie guy, I have to throw in Ricky Shane Page, but I'm going to keep it relatively. MJF. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one. I mean, I'm trying to think of just like the... I'm going to throw in one more heel. Uh, sorry, not one more heel. One more uh, guy from the indies. Darius Carter. Yes, he is a yes, he's amazing, fantastic yes. heel, absolutely. Um, so he's, I can't say no positive things about his character work, and he's going to be very big one today as well. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, yeah I don't know why it's being overlooked. I don't know why. Like it's a lot of overlooking <laughs> with him. Yeah, I think I think it's his. He's on that same level as MJF. Yeah. As far yeah, as no, he's he's so authentic with it. It's I mean, you know, and I've it's BCW stuff is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's where I really was like, wow, this guy can really piss people off. Um yeah. I think it's just I think it's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time. You know, there's so many heels out there right now. Um and honestly I have to throw in this name as just an extra. I, I wish I could say this guy's a heel, but he really is just like an asshole of a person. But Mucho <laughs> Chris Moljo, he is uh he is in the ladder match on Saturday. He's also just, you know, a regular Ed Invictus. He is probably my favorite heel, I would say, just because of he is literally that guy. Like if you if you met him, if you talk to him, okay. like you know, he's no, like he's a, he's he's great, you know, like he's great, but you're like, wow, you're just such an asshole. Like <laughs> um and you and you love him, like 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 it's, it's not like go away heat. It's not yeah. go away heat where you want him at the locker room. It's just it's like, like wow, what you, else is he gonna you do? Really <laughs> yeah. like, you really yeah. are this guy. Like you really are this guy. Um wow. so okay. yeah, no, so he so he so he's up there for me. Um but yeah, no, definitely I, I love me a good heel. I'll, I'll take a heel over a baby face any day of the week. Okay. All right. Well, I definitely look forward to seeing you guys at um, in Bloom. Yeah. Uh, this, this coming weekend. This, it's going to be amazing. Haven't had a good show in person yeah. in 
far too long. Uh, I believe December 2019. Sheesh. That was a hog show, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely, definitely good um, change of pace, you know, from watching everything on TV to be able to actually go somewhere now and watch um, wrestling in, um, you know, in person, live. And what a better way to do it than at Invictus, at In Bloom, um, and to see the show that you guys are going to put together. Um, we're excited for that for sure. Uh, 100% want to thank you once again for being on the podcast we appreciate it 100 um and for you know if you have obviously plug the show go ahead and plug the show tell everybody where it's going to be at you know what time and go right ahead yeah absolutely man so just first, first of all i want to say thank you guys very much for having me on um absolutely. invictus pro wrestling in bloom this saturday april 24th in washington township new jersey um it will be Doors open at 2 p.m., bell at 3 p.m. We will have tickets available at the door. On the card, there will be a Climb for Clout ladder match, which is our version of the Money in the Bank style ladder match for a number one contendership shot at Big Game Leroy's Social Media Championship. Uh, there are, are quite a few other ones, uh, quite a few other matches on the card that are sure to be must-see and quite a few surprises in store as well at the show. So if you are in the North Jersey area, or even the South, if you're in Philly, Make the ride out there, okay? That's what I got to say. Um, but it will be a hell of a show, and we look forward to having you guys there, man. We thank you guys so much for the support and making this all happen. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a blast. Very excited to have you guys out there. Of course. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so with that, I mean, do you have any, you know, your Facebook, uh, Twitter, all that stuff? Yeah. Like, absolutely plug that as well. Your social. Should probably be a little bit better at this. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm going to say. Uh, Invictus Pro Wrestling, whether you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok even, we are quite literally on everything. You know, we have a whole bunch of free matches available on our YouTube page. We are also on High Spots Wrestling Network for your streaming service needs. Uh, we have our full match library there as well. Um, Facebook, again. Stay up to date on all things Invictus. You can also go to InvictusProWrestling.com if you want to just streamline the whole process. See all of our socials on one page. Also, check out our merch shop for face masks, buttons, shirts, everything you possibly need Invictus related. Um, how was that? Was that good? Did I get? Oh, that was great. Amazing. That was great. <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, hey, listen. If you if you happen to be in the um, area, definitely come by and check out the show. If not, there will be a you know ability to watch it post and potentially stream live as well. So we will keep everyone up to date on that. And that being said, guys, it's show week. April twenty fourth is right around the corner. And uh, to all of you fans, to anyone listening, whether you are a new supporter or have been a supporter, we thank you very much, and we look forward to all the things to come from Victor Pro Wrestling. We look forward to that, too. That being said, um, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, at Pokes and Chokes, myself at underscore Mr. Alex 25 underscore the guy on the other side at NU underscore K-E-W-L-A. Facebook.com slash Pokes and Chokes on Instagram at Pokes Chokes Podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. I always forget. Transistor FM and Stitcher. Um, also, Click the uh, link to in the description below um, on on YouTube, so you can go to our everything iPokes and Hedgehogs, including our Redbubble, Threadless, and Teespring. Um, also, Patreon.com. Uh, you can follow, find us there um, if you want to help with donations for the podcast. And uh, 
yeah we look forward to seeing you man so appreciate you having ha- having you on um and it was a blast thank you so much once again and everybody we'll catch you guys next time